0: We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers in the house. There are some spiritual exercises we need to do today. We'll do them towards the end. But first of all, we want to say, fathers, we honor God in you today. We know that your presence is a big influence that you may never know. You might never understand. We did some research in the school,
1: and the research shows that
0: fathers, I mean, family that got fathers involved, they have a father figure in their family. Now, you need to understand what we mean by father figure. In sometimes you may have father and not have father, so the father may just be there as if we have some students in the school that they are the father. When we have uh, opened it, that's when you will know. It is the student that, are, oh, it's standard, Dad, it's, it's not talking to you yet. So we know those are not fathers. So the ones are, we are fathers figure. They are likely to be successful. They have more percentage. Now we need to get that clear. We're not saying if, you know, we have single mothers, Yeah, we do. We don't know how Jesus grew up, but we knew that when Jesus was being crucified, Joseph was not there, and Jesus has to hand over uh, the mom to John. So, but Jesus had the heavenly Father. He said, "I could not do anything." In fact, that was the time they asked him. Uh, the brothers and sister waiting outside. They said, "No, no, no. These are not." He said, "The ones that do the will of my." Joseph so would not have been worried at that time, if not, the angels have spoken to him. I know I was not the one that was responding for this, but now the truth is coming out. So what we are trying to say is this, we all have an heavenly father that guides us. Those that have are more likely to go to university, more compassionate, more confident. So what we are saying in summary is, fathers will love you, your discipline is needed. The words of wisdom and affirmation are priceless. Your encouragement are gold. So, women, I want you to see after me. To all the fathers in the house, we bless you in the name of the Lord. We bless you. We speak a lifetime of wisdom and honor into your life. Happy Father's Day. Amen. Put your hands together for our fathers. We're going to do a little bit more. Right. So, this morning, we want to quickly talk about the legendary men. In this house, we have legendary men. You know, there are legendary boys, and there are legendary men, the are legendary fathers, there are different scaffolding. You might know the difference at the end of the day, but we believe all our fathers are legendary fathers. It takes a bit more to be fathers. And we're going to talk about that very quickly. The first thing we want to do before we go going to, so my message will be two parts. I'll go through very quickly. The time now is 21 past 12. So let's go on the journey. 20, 30 minutes will be over. Please, if somebody is sleeping beside you, wake them up. Say, don't sleep, wake up. Amen. Right. We want to quickly thank our father first before we go into the message. One, we want to thank our fathers in the house on three areas. There are so many areas, but three major areas according to the word of God. Number one is thanks for all the material provisions. Shout hallelujah. Next. Okay. Right, we have Elena there. The Lord bless you as we learn. Amen. So thanks for all the material provision. Right, I'll give an example. Yesterday morning, I quickly went that as we got up, I was going to go out for some meetings. And my wife said, I I feel like eating this, 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 this morning. Say, and I'm already late then. I quickly rushed down. I said, let me quickly go and do what I said. But your car was parked. Yeah, my I said, can you, can you take that one and break it? I said, so I have to take that one before I now go. Oh, my, my. So I just rushed, went there. And as I was going to go there, I saw one our father there. <laughs> the Lord bless you, sir. Shout hallelujah so people will know what I'm talking about. He was also going to buy something for the family. And, and I was preparing the father. I said, see, fathers. We were rushing out early in the morning to go and buy. I'm I'm wondering, I know that <laughs> anybody that sees us on Sunday, we suit, we know we run around like that. We do a lot of running around so that the families can be thanks for the material provision. Running around. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 5:8, if anyone does not provide for his relatives, his family, and especially for his immediate family, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Why? Because even an unbeliever does it. So if you cannot do as a Christian and you know that's the right thing, your case is even worse. But thank God for in this house, we have fathers who will go extra mile to provide for their families. So, Father, thank you. Put your hands together for fathers. The second one we want to thank the fathers for is thanks for faithful instructions. Faithful instruction. The Bible says in Ephesians 6:4: fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and the instruction of the Lord. Training men have something called love but their love is tough it's called tough love praise god now i'll give you some of the examples i remember the examples my old father gave me my late father gave me when i finished school i got a job to be to go and teach somewhere and one day i didn't like what they were doing so I just called them and said, you know, I'm, I'm not, no, there was no phone that time. I don't know how it's passed the message across. <laughs> I said, I wasn't going when my father, got over, no, first initially he didn't want me to go and do that work. And when I come and he saw me, oh, you're know, I said, yeah. He said, come, let me teach you something. He said, you will always get work because I can see you're a very clever person, but don't play with work. Anybody gives you work, always respect that person. And do it honorably and i keep that at the back of my mind today so anytime even when i'm sick i still make sure i go to work the last time i travel i remember i was telling people i was at the airport coming down in my i went to nigeria was the airport and i called my office they said oh please i said do you say if you can call me straight i said i need to go home and refresh i know just call me straight so from the airport the one, the father, father that came to pick me, they dropped the, the straight to office from the airport after a long night flight. So I put that. Some of my colleagues say, oh, are you crazy? Why will you do that? Some of my colleagues, but it's the result of the training or the, that single word that my own father told me, that don't play with it. Just do it. Anything people you to do, do it and do it well. So faithful instruction, our father taught us to be gentlemen and opening doors for women, standing up at the table when our mother comes, carrying their bags. Now, fathers that are not doing it is another way of telling you. Carrying their bags, opening the doors, holding the doors. I I try and do all those things in the place of work. (laughs) You know, know my my favorite... Everybody in the school, my wife always tell me that. Why is it that all the cleaners and the these, they also, all of them like you? I said the reason why is like, because I don't treat them like that. When I see a class, good morning, ma. good morning, have, the other people just they just take and with their all the high E, they just walk past them, but I take time, speak to them, greet them normally, and that is because my own father have taught me to be respectful of all women. Fathers teach us to honor our fathers and mothers. This is a, one that comes with a promise from the word of God to respect women. This fathers that, See, people that don't have that training, really, they're more likely to be honored to not respect women. You know, generations of people that believe this women's right to go and wash plates. That is women to go and change the nappies and go and do all those things. No, that was the fathers that we have teach us that it is dual responsibility. Everybody take their part to raise the kids, respect women, respect women emotionally by understanding that their thinking is and feeling is different from yours. You're not wired the same way. That's washing. Is not their right and responsibility. It's the responsibility for everybody in the house. And maybe you are more busy than others can actually do it. Now, I know, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to offend you, but I want to preach the word, the raw word of God. If you are offended, tell me at the end of the meeting. Praise God. That fathers teach I said, to be a man of integrity. Integrity means doing the right thing even when no one is washing you. So that is what our Father tells us. And that's the reason why you see people in this part of the world, if you're not being taught properly like that, it is difficult for you to get up on Sunday morning and come to church. It is very difficult because at that Sunday morning, that is when you are more paid to come to work. In those days, now, those of you that grew up in Apostolic Church, in those days, how many days do we have service in the week? Uh, every day. Thank you. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, every day, morning, night. It's my grandmother, our grandmother, that will go there first. And they, that is their lifestyle. That is the lifestyle they introduced to us. That's where we are brought up. And one thing I've seen is that I've never seen any of their children lack. I've never seen any of their children live a life that is below standard. They've sold. Fathers teach us to take responsibility. Do what you will do and do it right. Do it with excellence. Grow above mediocrity in the place of work. Don't just do it. That's one thing I, I teach my own kids all the time. See, a mother say, Oh, your little sister have dirty the place, go and clean it. And some of them, some of them just clean it. Say, no, go do it properly the first time. Do it and do it. Go back, do it right. We take that. That is the way we were taught. Our father taught us to work hard. That hard work cannot kill you work hard it doesn't kill a little sleep a little slumber the bible says social poverty that will not be a portion in jesus name said we should love others loving others is great and an eternal duty love is about giving selflessly sacrificially shout hallelujah and above all to love god That is what our father taught. Put your hands together for the fathers, for those messages. And our fathers taught us, we wanna thank our father thirdly for faithful instruction. This means, now it's, you might think it is the, look like the first, the second one, this one is different. Faithful instruction means a godly illustration of life living that example so that's one thing to say this is what i want you to do that's another thing to do it yourself and see me do it so when my children come down 10 a.m 11 a.m some of them come down to come and do the exercise i still see me reading downstairs 11 they they're still there so when i tell them what did you get in school did you do they will not complain because they will not find me sleeping reading and reading 10 11 12 working out before give them work, before they I look at the way they're solving the equation before they say I use this formula use this and it's, oh, they won't complain if i tell them this is the thing the teacher said that they will believe me more thanks for godly illustration first Corinthians, 11 say paul said the corinthians who were with the student in the faithful, follow my example as i follow the example of christ i God, paul said follow me if you don't if you don't sing, you follow me as i follow christ follow the things that christ do that i do so that we're all following jesus shout hallelujah so for these three things that our father does can we all put our hands together for our fathers Amen, As father we want to appreciate you the lord bless you the lord keep you the lord shine his face upon you and the lord be gracious to you in jesus name amen now the second part i'm going to quickly go through that one it's based on the last one the godly illustration i want to tell you this st- the story behind the legends of the legendary fathers now we have legendary fathers in the house, but we have a legend that on top of that legend, all legendary fathers are built. And that story is illustrated in Luke 15. Jesus told the story. We all know the story. Read quickly. Jesus continued. There was a man who had two son. Now, let's, let's read it. I will read it. I wanted to, because I'm not going to analyze it again i'll just pick up four points and we pray there was a man who had two sons the younger one said to his father give me the share of my of the estate so he divided his property between them not long after that the younger son go together all he had set off for a distant country and our and there is con that is wealth in wild living Wild living he was doing all sort of immoral things humanizing drinking drugs and all that. And after he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country and he began to be in need. Next verse. So he went and hired himself to a citizen of that country who sent into his field to feed the pigs. He belonged, he longed to fill the stomach with the pots that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. So you can still see, he still have an element of morality. He wanted to eat, but he didn't eat because he was not given. So he didn't steal it. So then when he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's I have servants have food to spare? And he I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your higher servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still long away off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, trees his around him and kissed him. The son said to him, if I do that, he has he said, Father, I have sinned against you, against heaven, against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, Quick, bring the best robe, put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Now we can all see the story. We don't need to summarize the story. There are four things I want to quickly bring out there. But before we bring it out, that verse 20 is what I want to make emphasis on. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet great away off, his father saw him and had compassion. Why yet we are sinner? And ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. One thing, four things I want to bring out there. The first one is legendary fathers. What we can learn from that story. Number one, we need to learn to say, you are free. You are. F- it is very difficult. The father knew the son was making the wrong decision. But he said, you are free. Take the parts of the estate that you're looking for. These are the words of release, words of confidence expressed about your child. You are free. Now, the thing is that it doesn't matter how good or average or bad a child or a kid is, they will get to a time when they grow up and they need to be freed. You are free. Sometimes when they go, they make all the wrong decisions, the wrong things, and they do all of that. As fathers, primarily African fathers. African father, it is very difficult for African father to say that word. You are, you are free. Not only to fathers, even to your partner. That you are free. That was the word. That is wisdom personified. You are free to take that thing. And don't get me wrong, it's a very difficult situation. Now, I want to give you an example. I don't like to give it. I will give notwithstanding. My own son did really, really well in the school. In his Master or nine, nine means A star plus. He did so well. He did well in the sense that while he was in the school, he constantly had to go for practice every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday every night for football practice. So in addition to that, I've said, if you, anytime you fall behind, then you will not be doing that sport. So he took it very seriously and the club side also made sure that was done properly. Now, you have people that go and watch them in the school, make sure they do the right thing. But then having worked together and get all the, get teachers for them when they're long, then start teaching them when they get older, then you get all the good grades. And he said, now nah, you want to go to sixth form, to A-level, to university, in, what do you want to do? And you know, I said, all I want to do is to go and play football. I said, I told my I said, if I told my father that what is okay is football, he will first lock me up, beat me thoroughly, then call pastors come and do deliverance for me. But, thank God that I have learned this lesson that you are. You have to let go. Then in the uh, you have to let go. It was difficult, but you have to let go and just keep praying. That well, God has seen all things, we bring all things together. You are free. That was what the legendary father did. And some people will say, you must be a doctor in this house. Some will say, "You no, 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 you have to be this. Legendary father, let's go. You, take, you give advice, just like God did. This is life, this is death. Choose life so that you can live, but you have to let go. What is the second thing? The second thing is... Uh, boy went away, the prodigal went away, did everything that you can do, squandered, lived a very wrecked and life. Reprobate life. But came back to his senses, came back. But the Bible says, while he was still far off, the legendary father himself, it means all this time, this father must have been looking out that this boy, he has been praying he will come back. Daniel saw him afar off you run legendary father the father we have to go down run. and meet him say i love you so legendary fathers you have to learn that word men can we hear that word from you say i love you Ah, uh, maybe it's difficult from your mouth say it again sir i'll say it again sir i love you there you go you heard it from the legend himself praise god it's difficult for men to say it. I know it's, some, it's easy for you to say to your wife, but it's easy to say to your children. Sister <laughs> uh, are you saying something? <laughs> These are bond, words of bonds. These are the words in feet. Foundation of the house are built. Man, you need to, legendary fathers, you need to learn to say it. Say it and mean it when you say it. Don't just say it in the secret place of the Most High. Say (laughs) it under the shadow of the Almighty. Say it in the light. and say it like you mean it. We're gonna practice it today before we go. Now, see, that I love you was unconditional. It didn't say that you really and rejected. So look at your life now. Didn't I tell you, so look, just take a good look at yourself. No, it didn't say that. That love was unconditional. Most time, we always think if you are good, that they will love you if you are bad, that will not love you. But the legendary father was not like that. The legend, real love is always there. If you do bad, you do good, you do the ugly. But the real love is always there. It is important that legendary fathers will learn from the legend himself. Praise God. Now that's, I love you, tender meaning word needs to come from the heart. It cannot be replaced by a gift. Yeah, it's not, it cannot be replaced by a gift, even in the lives of the children and the mothers and the wife, It, it has to be real. Praise God because the things we see are permanent, the things that we just love is from the Spirit. God Himself is love. Number three, what He did was say, I forgive you. How many times do we say, legendary father, can I hear you say that word, I forgive you? Real forgiveness. The before the, the, the boy was reciting, you see, I know I've offended you. I have scorned at everything. I'm not worthy to be called your son. Can you make one of us Wait, there. I forgive you. He kissed him. He was really dirty. He kissed him. And he gave him a new robe. He gave him a new sandal. He gave him a ring of authority, praise God. God is our legendary father, is a loving father. And like the waiting father in this story, he will always be anxious for us to come back to him. He knows that we make mistakes. Legendary fathers, people around us also make mistake. But this father said, bring the best rope, sandals, rings kill the fat, the fat calf, the biggest one around, even though the other brother was not really happy about that. That's a different teaching on, on his own. He said, we're going to celebrate this son of mine. He was lost, and now is found. So the question to legendary father today is, what do you do when your children are far off? Do you go to sleep, or are you on the wash waiting for them to return? Are you waiting for people to fail? To justify your instruction, but the legendary father was willing to forgive the same father. That's the legend of all the legends. And finally, when he did all of that, they killed the fatted cow and they threw a party. Then the last thing legendary father need to learn from the legend himself is I enjoy you put them all together and they had a feast together. The prodigal father did not give up. From a loving father, how to be able to say to his children, I enjoy you. That after come at life, a point in your lifetime where you can sit back and really enjoy the fruits of your labor. Then when your children become like a friend, that is if you've not chased them when they are young. Then when you can bring them together and you now become pals and friends. It is called like friends. That is when you can say, I enjoy you. I enjoy your company. You go out together like, like lads, no difference. I enjoy talking and just spending time with them. You have good laugh. And that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. In conclusion, therefore, the prodigal father did not give up. He exercised patience. He was able to wait on the Lord. But why? He can only be able to wait because he has a close and ongoing relationship with the Lord. It's an example unto us, waiting upon the Lord. Now, the question is, do you have a personal relationship with Christ that enable you to trust God eternally? Do you have? Because if you don't have that, you can't give what you don't have. You need to have that. That rope itself signify that it covered the boy's sin, because it's a red rope with the blood the blood of Jesus. The ring signify the seal of father's love, a never ending circle of love and authority, praise God. The shoe signify separation and emancipation breakthrough. Praise God. So the question this morning then is, if you're still wandering around the streets of the faraway country, that's it to everybody. Men, women, everybody, if you're still wandering around in the street of the faraway country where the Father has lavished His love for you, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever we'll believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life, that He has done that for you while yet we are sinner. Christ died. If you're still lavishing in a faraway country, if you're not accepted Him, the Father is waiting for you is calling you the legendary father, the legend beyond all the legends in the house is calling you, is still waiting for you anxiously at the wash tower, waiting for the moment to come back.